Hi there, Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review for you. Going to talk about the 2022 film Prey. Hint, it's a Predator movie. Wanted to see this, but I really don't like Hulu. Back many years ago, I tried Hulu, and I tried the paid part, and they still showed me commercials, and I don't like that. If I'm paying for it, I don't want to see a commercial. Um, if I don't pay for it, if it's free, like Facebook or YouTube, then commercial me to death. But if I sign up for Netflix, if I sign up for Amazon, if I sign up for one of the streaming services, and you still show me commercials, I'm not happy. And I know later on they had a tier that didn't, didn't, but I still saw a commercial every once in a while. And I, anyway, long story short, I don't do Hulu. I guess I could bundle it with Disney, but I'm really getting rid of my streaming services. So anyway, um, wanted to see this for the last year. Came out in August of 2022. It finally got a Blu-ray and 4K release um, in October of 2023. I'm trying to think of the exact date. It was a couple weeks ago. And I'll tell you a little story towards the end about Best Buy. Um, I did not know going into it. I did not read much about it because from the beginning it was told it was going to be a Hulu movie. Oh, the short version is this is the best Predator movie since the first one. So watch it if you haven't seen it. I won't get into major spoilers, but there will be some minor ones, especially if you're into Predator stuff. So anyway, I didn't read much up on this when the hype began because A, most Predator movies have been mediocre to bad. The last one was pretty bad. Um, I like the second one. I like Predators. I thought that was actually decent. They doubled down too much on, um, I don't know, some tropes and, and the, the whole flipping you-know-who to a serial killer just didn't work for me. Um, but he didn't work as Venom either. I, I don't know what they were thinking. His management is getting him some of those roles, but it just didn't work. But anyway, um, and the last Predator movie just really wasn't good. So even though they tried, they did some really cool things. It looked good, um, but... From the Predator dogs to some of the other stuff, I just it, it just didn't work overall. So not having read up on this, when it got all these great reviews, when it hit streaming, it just blew my mind. And so I did read up on it a little bit. Turns out it's the same producers who have produced all the Predator movies. 20th Century Fox is behind it. They were behind all of the Predator movies. This was more of a Predator movie than I thought. I mean, I knew it, it was based in that universe, but I figured Dan Trachtenberg, the director, was going to do something completely different, and he kind of did. And in watching some of the extras after watching it, he had reasons for doing what he did. Basically to make a movie he'd never seen before. We've never really seen one with Comanche Indians and Predators and that kind of stuff. Okay, I'll give him that. Movies like this where they, and it doesn't happen very often, admittedly, but where they get an entire indigenous people to play the roles, be behind the camera, in front of the camera, and star in the film, it doesn't always work. Sometimes it works to different effects. This works perfectly. They really did a great job. Um, they incorporated the Comanche lifestyle um, without pandering to it, or they had, like I said, they had indigenous people in front and behind the camera in all aspects. So uh, there's a reality to it. Um, the fact that it takes place back in the 1700s, something else we haven't seen. You see, a uh, by the time you finally do see the predator, he's a more primitive version. He could be from another part of the same planet where they're all from, but his technology is a little more primitive. A little bit, not a whole lot. I mean, they still got spaceships and stuff, right? I honestly thought everything from the way it was filmed to the special effects to the acting was great. I don't think they could have done better with what they had. I think it's much better than people gave it credit for. And it got really great reviews. But it's really good. I mean, I was ready to plop it in and just go, okay, you know, 
I'll go along for the ride and half an hour to an hour in, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of impressed with it, but we'll see. And by the end of it, oh yeah, yeah. Full kudos. They made a pred- a good Predator movie. It's as good as the second one, if not better. What more could I say? So not getting into spoilers, but you've got one of the guys who designed the original Predator works on the design for this one. <laughs> you've got a lot of the production team that worked on the original Predator movies working on this one. It was with great loving care. This is, I've said in many podcasts, the streaming services are full of content, fluff stuff that you watch and it doesn't stick with you. It's fine to waste time on on a weekend to binge watch, but it's nothing you're going to buy or collect or uh, even watch again. This is one of those streaming things that, well, I think it was filmed as a movie and then due to COVID and everything else, they decided to make it a streaming movie. But obviously the cinematography and the money said they had a $65 million budget. I heard they had a little bit more than that and they didn't spend a whole lot on marketing because it was all Hulu for at the time. But think about this people. We're in the waning days of supposedly a physical media. A Best Buy has announced they're going to stop selling movies. Um, Disney is not going to sell movies in Australia anymore. You know, so we're getting niche things. Companies like Universal are releasing movies on Blu-ray, then six months to a year later releasing it on 4K if it did well enough, if it, if it showed enough interest. So that streaming things through Disney and 20th Century Fox, whether you're talking about this or some of the Marvel shows like Loki and WandaVision, uh, Mandalorian, these are all coming to physical media in Blu-ray and 4K versions. That's major. This was a streaming film. That didn't play theatrically except for a little bit, I think. Um, And it got a DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, and a Best Buy exclusive steelbook. That was really hard to get. Again, a little Best Buy story at the end. I think Amber Mid-Thunder was fantastic. Dakota Beavers, some of the other people in the movie, fantastic. There's a Comanche track on the Blu-ray and the 4K. I might go back and watch it at some point, but you basically have to watch it subtitled, right, while they speak. And they they got to do the real voices. They got all the actors to come back and actually do the roles in Comanche, which is, I think, really cool. But the movie has an authentic feel. It's got a real story. It's got a few of the tropes you would expect from a Predator movie, but all in all, it, it, it is a different kind of thing. There was talk about, well, it's a woman or, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, there is some of that in the film. But, I mean, it, it it's the story, right? And she's this character. And it's her coming-of-age kind of story. Mixed with a Predator movie. Indians and Predators. Didn't think it would work. Worked better than I thought. Um the way it kind of ends, it leaves it open for other things. Obviously, we have from the 1700s all the way up till the Honor Schwarzenegger movie, they could fill in the gaps. A lot of stories could be had in there. Um, for those that don't know, there's a lot of Predator comic books. There was obviously the two Alien versus Predator movies. Um, there is a larger mythology and universe out there for this if you're into it. And this was a really good flick. And if you're just an action movie fan, you'd like it. If you're a Predator fan, you'll dig it. Uh, so... That's all I'm going to say about that. The The short version is there was this uh, Best Buy exclusive steelbook, and I signed up. 
I didn't pre-order it like I do other things. Um, I signed up to get the, and the night before it was coming out, uh, I get this notification that it's finally available to order, and I go and it's completely sold out. Well, fast forward two weeks later, I've kind of given up on it. I'm just going to buy the movie on Black Friday really cheap, not worry about the steelbook. And all of a sudden, Best Buy hasn't been back in stock. And to this day, a week later after I've already got mine, they still have some in stock. So it either didn't get a full release. They found more copies in a warehouse. I don't think they had time to make more. I don't think it got the full release. People were complaining across the country that none of, no Best Buys had them in stores. You pre-ordered it, you got it in the mail, but even some of those didn't come in. I think this was a case of they just didn't get from the plant to the Best Buys in time to get on the shelves or to get to where they were supposed to go. Anyway, if you're still looking for it, as of yesterday, it was still available. It's a fine flick. looks fantastic in 4K. It's got a very active Dolby Atmos mix. It gets super high marks, like 4.5 out of 5 all across the board. I'd even almost give it a 5 out of 5 for the video. It's not quite the, the Revenant, which is a beautiful Blu-ray. But it's pretty close, so not a lot of natural light, a lot of close-ups, a lot of details. It's good 4K. But I was shocked with Prey. The way it ends up, there's a little mural, and there's kind of there's going to be more. I would like there to be more. Let's see how the home video release does. Anyway, if you haven't watched it on Hulu, you should. If you have Hulu, if you don't, it's available everywhere from Best Buy to uh, Walmart. You can find it on DVD, Blu-ray, and 4K. Prey, it's available now, and it's pretty darn good. I'm Scott. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for checking out a podcast today. Have a spectacular day and thanks for listening.